Hello and welcome to the Consumer Goods Forum end-to-end value chain podcast. My name is Joelle Mbouya-Leclerc and I work in the communications team. And in this podcast series, we hear industry insights from experts working on collaborative solutions that benefit the entire value chain. And we've had several industry experts on the E2E podcast since we launched in 2018. But it's been a while since we had E2E director Rudy Hagedorn in the hot seat. So today we have the pleasure of hearing from Rudy as he shares updates on what's been happening over at End-to-End Value Chain and with the Product Data Coalition over the past few months and the exciting projects and events to look forward to. So let's jump right in. Hi, Rudy. Thanks so much for being on the podcast today. Thanks for having me exceptionally here as well. Difficult to get on your podcast. <laughs> I always have a spot. I always have a special spot for you, Rudy. Excellent. <laughs> Great. So, Rudy, we've been in a pandemic for over a year now, which has, of course, brought a lot of disruption and has shifted the ways that businesses operate. So, where have you observed the most significant impacts of COVID-19 on the consumer goods industry? Can you share your thoughts on that, Rudy? Yeah, certainly. So the first impact I think that I saw is that uh, my working groups kind of went on halt. Um, everybody was quite busy, you know, uh, with company internal things. Yeah. And uh, that was, of course, a good sign. And eventually they all surfaced uh, during 2020. Yeah, we did see a lot of disruption and quite some learnings. Uh, we had some spikes in some areas. We had disruptions in value chains. A lot of things happened that were not really foreseen at that scale, let's put it that way. Companies do have good systems in place. Companies do have some contingency planning in place. But quite honestly, nobody expected that kind of scale of disruption. That led, of course, to also the software that we are using increasingly to maybe sometimes drive wrong decisions because it was based on traditional data and historical data and even the software was sometimes not able to predict what was going to happen. Yeah. So overall, I think it was an interesting challenge. And yeah, one of the biggest shift moves, which is quite obvious now, we have all read about it. Yeah, if you get stuck at home, you start ordering via your mobile phone and your desktop, yep. which of course led to the rise of online and e-commerce and uh, delivery and that was a clear spike and a clear change a lot of companies also that were not so digitally savvy suddenly found their stores with less and less visitors that were forced not to go out Uh, so they had to find a way to put their products and services out there and became digital overnight and that has an impact i think long term and i think a positive impact, at least one positive impact to digitize most of our business and have a data exchange handled in a faster, easier, more efficient way in the future. Most definitely. I mean, nobody, absolutely nobody could have predicted that this would have hit us. No one could see this coming. But of course, like you've mentioned, businesses have had to adapt and change and and basically become more digitally savvy, like you mentioned. And so, Rudy, what does this mean for end-to-end value chain and product data projects? So what are the challenges and what are the opportunities for some of our members? Yeah, as you know, we have the product data 
collision of action at the end-to-end -end value chain pillar. And we are lucky to have it. So when we started there three years ago, that was out of the need to simply get better. And we had all the leapfrogs in place that look into faster data exchange and higher data quality. Basically, the foundation to have a solid, high-quality and seamless e-commerce ecosystem. Ecosystem and everything online is based on data. So that's something we always need to have present when we talk about this. And that seemed that we have actually had everything on track already. We are now finalizing the first projects like the Ubiquity piece, like Verified by GS1, like the global data model that we initiated all back in May 2018 in the London workshop. Some of the listeners might remember it. And, and here we are. So basically all set and maybe just with reason to be a little bit faster in some areas, but we had the right intuition and our members had the right intuition and actually yeah, i'm pretty proud of how our members reacted to this very difficult challenge and i think we were actually lucky that the that the industry of fast moving consumer goods was in uh, in a pretty in a pretty good shape to actually uh, take a lot of the hits that were kind of encountered when the pandemic really grew and so we are in a pretty good shape and um, it makes us also believe even more so in all the things and activities we are driving in the realm of data and uh, technology at the, at the Consumer Goods Forum, especially in the end-to-end value chain. Thanks, Rudy. Thanks for sharing that, that positive outlook on what has otherwise been you know, a very challenging, quite horrific time uh, in, in the bigger scheme of things. Um, and so, Rudy, if we look forward, We'd love to hear from you what's cooking at E2E. So there've been a few hints online and some of our listeners might have seen the countdown on wintercomes.net. So can you tell us a bit more about this fantastic event that we've got coming up? I can, I can tell you just enough <laughs> to keep your curiosity. <laughs> yeah, certainly, good question. Yeah, wintercomes.net, the website and also the event is called Wintercomes. It's going to take place on October 1st in Barcelona, Spain. It's called Wintercomes because it's harvest time in most parts of Europe and uh, elsewhere in the world on this hemisphere on the planet. And for the first time, I think since 18 months, this is an in-person meeting. I think people were quite surprised when ah. in February, March, I decided to go in person. But then things did not look so well. We were still hunting for vaccines. <clears throat> and um, it seems now world is moving into a more relaxed space on that thing. And we are getting into a more positive mood. So time is, time is ripe, I think, for an in-person meeting. The virtual piece was very helpful and I'm, I'm really grateful because, you know, home office has also some very good parts. Uh, we learned that a lot can be done actually virtually and online. But we also learned that there are some parts that are better to be discussed in person. And hence, yeah, we're going in person. That's the first thing you need to know about Winter Comes. Um, second is that we actually came up with a new version of creating the agenda. Ultimately, the agenda will be 
build up over the next uh, four to eight weeks in what we call a marketplace online, where you can see and learn about pilots, projects, new ideas and concepts that our members uh, and uh, non-members are working on startups and also very established companies that have a solution to offer which are or which is basically a good choice for the times we are living in so there will be an online store so to say where you can really look at the projects that ultimately may even land on the agenda on October 1st in, in Barcelona. So all this new concept with an online store, the marketplace as we call it, some people call it the online store, uh, we will uh, plus or combined with the event, the, the in-person event in Barcelona is a new concept. We're looking forward to it and we hope to learn um, a lot by preparing this this way and also create more awareness about the contents to be expected and also provide good reasons to join us uh, during potentially a full week here in Barcelona and meet, network, and also learn a lot about new technologies in the realms of smarter cities, in the realm of sustainability, of on-time and full delivery, of product data. And I'm sure I missed one of the buckets that, uh, that we came up with during the framework document. But all this documentation is on our platform, actually. So. That's it. So it's uh, around the corner. We're looking forward to it from our perspective. And I know that a lot of people are actually looking forward to come out of the hole. Oh, <laughs> definitely. Start traveling. Uh, we know that maybe globally traveling will be still a little bit lower than expected. So that's the reason why we are actually planning a meeting in person every six months but on a different continent. So to give an outlook, we will have Barcelona coming up at the end of September, and we will have Shanghai in the People's Republic of China coming up on end of March, date to be fixed, but just to give an idea how things are running. Fantastic, Rudy. Thank you so much for giving that nice overview of, of Winter Comes, and I'm sure that once our listeners listen to this episode, the registrations are just going to come rolling in. So I think you need to brace yourself for that. Um, and really, so, I mean, you've touched a bit on this in, in your previous response, but, you know, just if you had to say in two or three words, you know, like you said, we can finally see the light at the end of this pandemic tunnel and we can start envisaging larger in-person gatherings once again. So just in one or two words, really, what would you say our listeners, our members or attendees can look forward to the most at Winter Camps that sets it apart from other E2E events or CGF events more generally? Yeah, what I omitted in my first explanation just a minute ago is that basically I packed all my meetings and workshop meetings that I usually have. This includes a steering committee meeting, that's in, this includes a coalition of action product data meeting all into a single week. Plus, of course, winter comes, the event per se, uh, which means that if you are traveling from far away, you have good reasons because you will be able to participate if you are a manufacturer and retailer uh, or member, a member of the uh, steering committee or a member of the coalition of actual product data. You have enough reasons to actually get that ticket, be there and enjoy a couple of days. So it's not a one day trip. And I think that will be helpful for most. And it will be the only physical meeting in a year, at least in Europe, the US. So which means actually that the next possibility to see your peers in person 
Please put on my pillar will be in September 2022. Now, if this sounds far away, then start planning to join us now, end of September, in, in Barcelona. Uh, yeah, we, we believe that people will start traveling, but we are very cautious and maybe also for very good reasons. We believe that people will start traveling. We don't expect a massive amount of people in Barcelona, just to be fair and transparent, but we, we do expect uh, 20 plus people and we do expect people to have a good choice of meetings and if you are interested to listen in or interested to becoming a member of either the steering committee or the coalition of actual product data drop me an email and we can start talking it's going to be a superb event great so our listeners need to note that date down end of september october 1st in barcelona i think that's the place to be and so, Rudy, do you have any other news or updates that you'd like to share? Yes, I mean, we are now moving towards uh, the second half of the year. So we will see more activities in the logistics area where we will finally really put on rails our uh, logistics projects like access packaging and, and also the cost modeling piece. More information can be found on the CGF website and we are also proceeding with our publications as you know Joel you're part of most of them like yeah. learning series coming up podcasts coming up in order to feed our membership but also people interested in what we do beyond the CGF with information with uh, up-to-date information on technology innovation with regard to supply chain IT and I can only say Look at our website, a lot of pieces will still be virtual and a lot of people will still remain digital. And um, I think looking forward, we will have to find a good balance between those two. We will certainly not meet as often as in the past, but we will certainly meet and we can all learn to leverage the digital tools that we have come to be very familiar with now for, for good or bad reasons, but uh, we can now use them. And uh, I'm really looking forward to a a very productive second half of year and hopefully then maybe you invite me for another podcast as well <laughs> definitely i'm sure i can pencil you in rudy <laughs> okay so plenty happening at ete and with product data and plenty coming up just the way we like it so thank you so much rudy for joining us once again on our podcast thank you very much for your time my pleasure and thank you for moderating me thanks of course and thank you very much to our listeners for tuning in to yet another episode of the end to end value chain podcast and be sure to catch the next one and in the meantime if you would like some more news on end to end value chain and product data feel free to visit our website on tcgfvaluechain.com